Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I am your host today. Thanks so much for finding some time out in your busy day to spend with me. I am always honored. So today we're talking about the tattoo industry. Now, Wait, this is all things franchising, right? And we're talking about the tattoo industry. I told y'all it is not just burgers and fries, right? So a little bit about the industry in general. According to market research, the tattoo industry generates an estimated $1.6 billion in revenue. Are you looking for a really strong industry? Keep listening. Tattooing is the sixth, that is sixth, one, two, three, four, five, sixth fastest growing American industry. Are you looking for a really strong industry? Keep listening. Over the next 10 years, the tattoo industry is expected to grow by 8% annually. Are you looking for a strong industry? Keep listening. Because today, folks, my guest, is Marie and Pete Jukov, and they are the founders of Ink Tattoo. They have the uh, Ink Tattoo is a premium tattoo boutique franchise. You never thought you'd hear those two words together, did you? Tattoo and boutique. I love it. The flagship boutique um, opened in Alexandria, Virginia in 2019 and is now expanding nationwide with the franchise model. Please help me in welcoming Maria and Pete to the show. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Hi, good hey morning, Linda. Linda. Good Thank morning. You Thank you. Us. Absolutely. I am so glad to have y'all on this show. And I, I just love the fact that this is such a unique industry. And I had no idea that it's such a strong industry out there. Now, before we get started talking about Ink Tattoo, uh, Maria, tell me a little bit about your background, and then maybe, Pete, you can fill me in on your background once Maria's given us a, a quick glimpse of hers. Yeah, sure, Linda. So, again, thank you for, for having us on this morning. Uh, so, my background is actually nothing to do with tattoos. Um, <laughs> that's really the first thing we usually like to get out there. Uh, I started out actually in the Department of Defense. Uh, I was a civilian employee um, supporting a military accounts, um, and that was, you know, in its own a fun, um, fun mission and fun environment. Um, and then after a few years of doing that, I launched a uh, kind of a boutique consulting company serving the same community. Um, and that was a really interesting experience in a way that I had to quickly learn a whole lot of corporate functions all in one. Mm. Because when you have your own small business, you are the CEO and you're the janitor and everything in between. And so um, that was really kind of a good you know, trial by fire in getting me into the, the entrepreneurial space. Um, 
And it really helped us start um, Ink Tattoos, uh, which we did, you know, a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. he can share a little bit more about himself. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. So um, my name is Pete Jukov, married to Maria. And um, I also am an outsider to the tattoo industry. Um, I went to the Naval Academy and completed five years of active duty in the military with deployments all over the world to include Central America, West Africa, and the Middle East. Uh, After I got out of the military, I was a consultant. I did my MBA at Georgetown and then um, was part of several small businesses and consulting companies, mainly in operations and a COO role. So I really uh, had some experience and I learned a lot jumping through different industries and helping different companies grow over those times, which, you know, just like Maria's small business experience, mine as well, has really helped us kind of lay the foundation for ink tattoos. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Maria, one of the things that you said is that uh, you had to learn how to be the CEO of your company. You know, uh, I do a, a talk and it's CEO chief everything officer because right. <laughs> you are right. And, but you don't instinctively know that I came out of a 30 year corporate background and I am telling you, I had no clue as to how to run a business. So going from ground zero, there's a lot to learn, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's, it's also fun, right? I mean, there is um, one of the, I think the most rewarding things about being um, an entrepreneur, small business owner is that you can take an initiative and just kind of run with it, right? And there's, it's mm-hmm. so rewarding when you see that um, really kind of materialize. So I, I love it. You know, um, Pete, one of the things that in franchising we always think about is that franchising is plugging into a system and plugging into a proven uh, program. And I always have heard that the military is actually a great example of doing that very thing. Do you see the correlation? Yes, absolutely. No, that's a that's a great point, Linda. So, um, you know, pretty much everybody who's been in the military will tell you that there are orders to follow, there are processes, and that's really how such a large organization can work effectively and efficiently and accomplish its mission. So we kind of took that same approach to our different businesses, including Ink Tattoos, where we've leveraged our experience, mine in the military and Maria's in the small business world, to really operationalize and professionalize um, a tattoo business to the point where it is a plug-and-play model. We've developed a very detailed playbook as part of the operations manual where really anybody could come in, follow our steps, and really build out their own Ink Tattoos boutique and and run it operationally. And mm-hmm. kind of tied to your point about the military, you know, being a veteran myself, we would love to have veterans be franchise owners for these reasons. They really know how to follow rules, how to follow operations, and at the same time, think on their feet and adapt to any situation. You know, anytime anybody's on exercise or deployment in the military, you have to think on your feet and solve problems. And that's really what a franchise owner will do as well with the back-end infrastructure support of the franchisor. Mm -hmm. Very good point there. Okay, so my next question is, why tattoos? Why is it that you decided when you wanted to create a business, why tattoos? I am sure there's a story there, and I can't wait to hear it. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and I think our parents were kind of asking that, 
the first time they heard this idea. Where did we go wrong? <laughs> um, no, so it's, uh, well, I think, one, we have um, a, a huge affinity for this space. Um, and, you know, tattoos are, are fun. They're meaningful. They have a, a long and, and rich and complex history that, you know, I can't pretend to know everything about. It would take, um, you know, probably a historian to really go over all that. But um, we were really solving a problem for ourselves. We actually had no tattoos of our own until we started Inc. Um, we got our first tattoos at, at our own location. Um, we were our first customers. Um, but what we were solving for was really kind of a, a personal experience and experiences of close friends um, in being in kind of the demographic that had always uh, considered getting one, always wanted one, but never really found an environment that was quite in line with what we were looking for. And I think that kind of echoes what a lot of modern customers um, actually look for as well. So um, we started out looking for a place to get uh, just a tattoo of our son's name. Um, and that experience just kind of led us to think about what's missing for today's tattoo customer. So like I was saying, they have, you know, such a long and fascinating history and, especially in recent years, they've been more and more popular with, um, you know, TV shows, conventions, um, Instagram, and, and social media. Um, but again, we kind of found that that experience um, had not evolved that much. Um, and so what we're trying to do is just make uh, an accessible tattoo experience. And we, our tagline is the tattoo experience reimagined. Um, and so what we mean by that is we've reimagined how it should look from the customer end as far as just making a really seamless, smooth transaction from um, everything as far as booking an appointment through the checkout process. And then also uh, rethought it how it would work best for the artist. So um, kind of in contrast to what a lot of artists today, the environment they work in, we hire our artists as W-2 salaried employees with benefits, with a stable schedule, and really try to make everything about the environment a more team-oriented place to work. So, um, so that's that's why we decided to do it, and um, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, Pete, I have to tell you that when I think of a tattoo parlor, not boutique, but when I think of a tattoo parlor, I have this vision of a place in a seedy part of town. But that's <laughs> not the pictures that you have on your website. Correct. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly right. Um, that's, that's the first thing that stands out to customers when they see any of our marketing or our website um, is really, you know, some people have called us the Apple store of tattoo parlors. If that helps, you know, the listeners visualize what we look like, our boutiques. Um, like you said, the parlors, existing parlors, and not all of them, but the majority are usually darker walls. They have a lot of clutter on the walls, uh, loud music playing. Uh, whereas for us, we're going for the minimalist approach, really clean white walls um, and soft music in a very welcoming environment that anybody would feel welcome coming in, asking questions and being educated on a process so that they can make an informed decision on their tattoo. Mm. I love the pictures. In fact, they, they look more spa-like to me. And, exactly. And I, I, I love the way they look. So tell me a little bit about the process then that um, I know you said that you make the appointment, you come in, you, you can, uh, anyone can get educated on the process. So when someone comes in, um, do they have to have a design or do you have a designer and how does all that work? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. 
Um, so uh, generally what happens typically in the standard tattoo industry is a customer will follow an artist and kind of see what the artist's work looks like on social media usually and try to reach out to the artist individually. And there's kind of a muddled uh, booking approach where some places the artist will handle the booking, sometimes the front desk there, um, you know, multiple email accounts, personal email accounts, cash. Uh, what we've tried to do is eliminate that clutter and make it very, very simple for the customer where they can even book online on our website. Believe it or not, that's not really standard in the tattoo industry, uh, mm -hmm. but we, we see that as standard in every under industry and thought, why shouldn't it be so in the tattoo industry as well? So mm -hmm. a customer can book online, and during that process, what will happen is we'll ask some questions for the appointment, which includes items such as, please describe your tattoo, what size is your tattoo, how, what experience do you have with tattoos, do you have any? Then you can even upload a graphic or picture of the tattoo you have in mind. So once mm -hmm. the customer books that appointment online, uh, we've streamlined it on the back end with technology where the artist will get an automatic notification of an appointment being booked, along with all the information for that tattoo for that customer. What that does is that allows the artist to then start designing that piece specifically for that customer. All of our tattoos in our shop are custom made, specifically for every single customer. So a customer will then show up for their appointment and the artist will have their personal customized tattoo designed and ready for them. And during that time, the customer can then, you know, provide feedback, request tweaks, and the artist will make 100% sure that the customer is happy with the design before moving along with the tattoo. So that's sort of how we've streamlined it, where both sides can participate in the um, arrangement in a way that they're informed, collaborative, and really removes any barriers to um, helping the customer have an amazing experience. You know, it sounds like you guys have really mainstreamed something that may have had a different type of uh, connotation when people would think about it, but it sounds like you've really brought it to, um, you know, to mainstream America and delivering in a way that people feel comfortable with the process. And, and I don't honestly know, Linda, that we can take credit for uh, bringing this mainstream. I mean, it's been a decades-long process, but I think what we're creating with Inc. is just a place where, you know, tattoos are so popular nowadays, right? You have lawyers who get them. You have um, teachers who get them. Our, our daycare provider went and got a tattoo actually with us. <laughs> so mm -hmm. they're, they're everywhere now. They're popular. What we're doing is just making them, I think, more accessible um, mm -hmm. and presenting a place where somebody who – um, is, you know, who maybe has no experience with tattoos or who maybe has a lot of experience and just wants a little bit of a different atmosphere can walk in um, and really feel like they're taken care of. And, again, sure. the artist part is, is kind of the second, you know, the flip side of this as well. Is we, there's, I think there are a lot of environments now that are maybe not ideal for artists, especially some of the newer, uh, more mm -hmm. junior apprentices coming up. Um, and we really want to make sure that we professionalize that side and take care of them as well. Mm -hmm. So let's now talk a little bit about what that franchise journey looks like for someone that may be interested in um, the ink tattoo business opportunity, franchise opportunity there. I said, I have, I have no experience, none at all with tattoos. I don't have one. I came out of banking 
So are you looking for someone who has tattoo experience when you're looking at prospective franchisees? Yeah, I would say that we're not necessarily. And again, you know, um, we ourselves didn't have tattoos before we started this. Um, I think what's most important to us is that, um, you know, whoever the individual is, is really in love with the idea and understands the need for it and understands the kind of the, the potential that it has, right? Um, that's what's really important to us. Um, so, no, I mean, you know, professionals, people who are coming out of the corporate space, um, people who maybe have always kind of wanted tattoos. We don't require you to have one <laughs> to own it. Um, but I think, you know, once they see this environment, they might give it a second thought. <laughs> so it, it, if uh, me as a franchisee, it could be that I, I am the owner of the location, but not necessarily a tattoo artist. Right. Absolutely right. Yes. We're actually looking for business owners or people who are interested in running their own business. Just because somebody owns an Orange Theory fitness franchise doesn't mean that they're necessarily a personal trainer. So for us, it's really somebody who has the communication skills and business experience and management experience to come in and understand that this is just another business concept like any other franchise business out there just in a new industry that has not yet seen this franchise model applied to it. So there's a lot of opportunity because of that at the same time. Um, whereas, and then on top of that, we're looking for people who can recognize that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's talk about the training then. Uh, as I said, I don't have any knowledge in the tattoo industry. I come to you and I say, I see your vision. So I want to be a part of that. What is, what do you, where do you start? What does that training look like? Sure. No, it's a great question. So our training is our initial training for the franchise owner and their lead artist is included as part of our franchise fee and the initial package. So what that includes is we'll sit down with the franchise owner and explain everything we've learned from our years of experience running this uh, business, as well as experience we, we've learned from one of our lead artists who's been in the industry for decades and decades. So we leverage this experience and teach the franchise owner just the basics about the tattoo industry, the types of tattoos, the styles, the equipment and supplies that come with it, and also how to interact with customers and take care of customers and the artists as well at the same time. So the business basics are just like running any other business. Marketing templates, the IT software, all those things, we'll train them on that. that that's easy. Um, and then also on the artist side, we ask that their lead artist come train with us as well, uh, just to kind of immerse that artist into how Inc. does business our way. Um, so that's kind of how we um, make sure that we train franchise owners who, like you said, and like we were, have not had experience with tattoos in the uh, previously. Mm-hmm. So when and we really try to make it, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to we we're really trying to make it kind of a plug and play system with, um, as far as all the equipment we have, a part of our, um, initial, kind of contribution includes uh the boutique in a box kit, and that's everything from the furniture needed to set up the the boutique, down to the little you know ink caps the artists use. So we're really trying to take what we have learned and make it seamless for the franchisee. 
Sure. Now, when someone gets ready to open their doors, um, about how many artists do you suggest they start with? Yeah, so we suggest they start with at least two, um, and that's just a business continuity um, kind of issue there. You don't want somebody to actually get hit by a bus and then, you know, mm-hmm. there goes your boutique. So, um, mm-hmm. But we're also trying to balance that with making sure that, um, you know, the, the client demand is there because for a new, new business, it takes time to build up um, that clientele. And so with our artists being salaried employees, we really want to make sure that, you know, franchisees take that into consideration um, mm-hmm. and kind of start out maybe being a little bit more cautious and build mm-hmm. up from there. Sure. What square footage uh, is, is what is the perfect size for one of your boutiques? We're looking for 1,200 to 2,000 square feet, um, and again, that kind of helps give the the impression of a welcoming open space uh, with with some semi-private walls that we then have built out in, inside. And we're we're really looking for to your earlier comments about seating neighborhoods and things like that. We're really looking for that uh, premium retail space um, where there are a lot of nice stores nearby, restaurants, bars. Uh, where people will go out, have fun, and then see this as like, oh, wow, I didn't know that I could get a tattoo in a place that looks like this. Right, right, exactly. So once I have decided this is what I'm going to do, we found the location, we've got it ready to open, how do you all help me to market this? How do you help me to, um, to launch my business? Yeah, so, I mean, all that is part of our kind of intense um, operations manual, but we do have a strategy that goes from anything from, you know, preparing for your grand opening to how to, you know, what percentage you should be spending on, on local advertising um, and, of course, the system ad fund. Um, and then we've we've kind of thought of, you know, out-of-the-box um, ideas for advertising the, this business. So one of the things we love doing with our boutique is sponsoring local events. Um, and not just, you know, there's obviously the, the giving back to the community uh, perspective, but also just as a way to generate kind of hype and excitement about this um, in the demographics that are likely to become our customers. So one thing we love, for example, is advertising at um, local 5Ks, 10Ks, and obviously, you know, with um, the pandemic, that's been a little bit um, <laughs> of, of mm-hmm. a issue here. But, uh, yeah, events like this, um, reaching out to, for example, apartment complexes and um, new kind of high-end condos, um, getting an agreement with them and, and advertising with them directly and providing resident discounts and things like that. Um, so there's kind of a lot of things that we've we've tried that have worked well for us that we're, again, using to pass on those lessons learned to the franchisees. Sure. Okay, Maria, you said the word, and we got to address it. It's the pandemic. So <laughs> how has that changed the way that you've delivered your services? Yeah, um, it's, I mean, obviously it's been, you know, like you said earlier, the, the elephant in the room, right? Um, and for the, um, you know, for the boutique side, I think we've been um, in, in a really fortunate position um, than, you know, a lot of other businesses. We already have such strict requirements as far as sanitation and hygiene and, um, you know, restricting the number of people in the space um, that, there has not been a whole lot of shifts that we've had to make because of this. You know, obviously everybody wears masks and uh, we limit the, you know, to appointment only, but it hasn't impacted our operations in a way that 
um, you know, some other businesses might have been impacted. Um, we actually voluntarily closed down before the Virginia governor here issued the order um, last March, um, and we were able to keep our staff on board and, and pay them a salary during this time. So, um, you know, we were really uh, fortunate to be able to do that. Um, but, you know, we, we started franchising in the time of COVID. I mean, we literally finalized our franchising documents in February 2020. We did our first show, and then we had no idea that just a couple of weeks later, COVID would really hit the U.S. So, um, you know, so needless to say, starting a new franchise in 2020 is, is challenging, um, mm-hmm. and not just because traveling is so restricted, but also because, you know, qualified franchise candidates are um, – you know, they're understandably cautious about what the future is going to look like and maybe are a little bit hesitant to make a, a big decision. Um, and, you know, honestly, I think that's the right approach to thinking about it because we, we want those candidates who have really thought through this um, mm-hmm. as opposed to someone who just kind of wants to jump in headfirst. So we want mm-hmm. franchise candidates to be 100% comfortable and excited in joining the, our brand on you know, on their terms when it's good for them. So um, I think one of the the upsides of this past year is that it's been, um, you know, we've met a lot of great leads. We've had a, a lot of really good conversations um, with, you know, candidates in the space. And also we've gotten to meet a lot of great folks in the professional franchising space, you know, like yourself. Um, mm-hmm. So we're really looking forward to just kind of building on those relationships and are excited to see where 2021 takes us. Well, I I am so impressed with you guys hanging in there during this period of time because, uh, you know, there are some franchises out there that have been there for a while, uh, some well-known franchises that are really struggling. So I really admire you guys for hanging in there because I love the concept. I tell you what, I need to take a quick commercial break. I just have a feeling that y'all may have some stories that you could share with us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. So, um, folks, stay with us a little bit longer, and we're going to hear some tattoo stories from Maria and Pete. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with the BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898, or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. 
folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. We are here with Maria and Pete Jukov, and they are the founders of Ink Tattoo. And they promised us to, some tattoo stories when we came back. So I, I can't wait to hear this, guys. <laughs> well, one of my favorite stories, uh, and of course, there's there's so many, you know, we um, – it, every customer that walks into the story. But um, one of the fun products that we offer at Inc. is a temporary tattoo. So this is, um, it looks real when it's, when it's completed, but it's um, a product that's put on with a, a plant-based ink, um, and it doesn't involve any needles. So it's a great way for customers to just kind of test out um, what tattoo they would want if they were to get it in, in permanent ink. Um, and of course, sometimes we get people who um, like to make, you know, take, take it more of a, a different direction. <laughs> so we had a gentleman come in one time who got um, a temporary ink product and he got his wife's name misspelled on purpose. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> um, we did not see her reaction, but I can just imagine, you know, kind of being being in the room when she saw this tattoo that looks completely real and her name is misspelled so um, oh I love it he, he has not come back to us <laughs> but if he does her name will be spelt correctly I'm sure I, I think it will be and I think it'll be permanent and big this time so <laughs> I love it no but I uh, love it I mean, I think joking aside, um, you know, I, I don't know that we can pick uh, just one story because, um, you know, e each one of our customers is telling a story with his or her tattoo. And we get so many that you know, want it to be that they only know the meaning of and it only makes sense to them. But, um, you know, we get people, um, survivors of suicide attempts, um, cancer survivors. We get a lot of memorial tattoos. Um, we get people who reached a huge fitness goal um, or had like a really big, you know, otherwise occasion um, in their life. Um, and, you know, that's, that's really what's so fascinating about being in this business. Like I said, I'm not an artist and, and Pete's not an artist either, but we still get to be part of a team that delivers this really personal experience. Um, and just kind of seeing a customer walk out with this really unique piece of art and something that was just custom created for them that now they're going to have on them for the rest of their life. Um, it, it's such a meaningful thing, and it's, it's really rewarding. We love that about this industry. Sure. You know, Pete, what Maria is saying, it just sounds like each each tattoo is so personal. It's not just, you know, mom across your shoulder like, you know, it's totally <laughs> yeah. different. Has, hasn't it taken a very intimate and personal direction here? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, and just to add on to the examples Maria explained, um, you know, some others we see is, you know, maybe a grandparent has passed away and the granddaughter or grandson has their name um, in their grandparents' handwriting so they bring in the handwriting and they're able to then have the handwriting of their grandparent forever, you know, on, on their skin just to remember mm. them by. So I think that's one very, very personal uh, tattoo that, that we see at times. Wow. Wow. Just, um, just amazing. Um, I, I tell you what, we're, we're coming to the end of the show, but uh, if someone is listening here and they you've just captured their attention and um, maybe they have a passion for this. If they want to know more information about 
Inc. tattoo, or if they want to know more information about the franchise opportunity, where would they go to find out more? Yeah, no, great question. Thank you for asking. Um, so we encourage people to reach out to us on either social media. You can find us on Instagram, Inc. Tattoos, I-N-Q-T-A-T-T-O-O-S dot com, uh, or Inc. Tattoos, the handle, and then also on, on, at our website, InkTattoos.com. Um, and we have a lot of materials on there for our franchising page and our veterans page, because um, we do have a veterans preference program for franchise owners where you know they get a discount, but we also like to give them some extra help, not only in their transition from the military to the civilian world, but also in joining the franchise community. Like you were saying, we do think veterans are a perfect candidate for us. So we do the veterans preference program to go that extra mile. Being a veteran myself, you know, I know what it's like to transition out. Um, so, so we like to offer that to any veterans out there listening. Um, but yeah, in general, just reach out on social media, our website, or you can even find us personally on LinkedIn, and uh, we'd be happy to answer any questions. Wonderful. So we're down to those final three questions, and the first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Um. I can take this one. <laughs> I would say number one, don't be intimidated. Um, so the the process of purchasing a franchise can seem, you know, lengthy and involve multiple steps. But I would want any potential franchisees to understand that that's in place for your protection as well. So we really want to make sure that candidates have done their homework um, and they're equipped to be successful. So for a candidate considering us specifically. Uh, like Pete was saying, you know, should take the first step and read through the information on our website. Um, so it's inktattoos.com slash franchising. And reach out to us via the, the request more info form. From there, we, you know, set up a call and kind of hold your hand through the whole process. Mm-hmm. Great, great advice there. Absolutely. So the second question is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? I know, Pete, that you've mentioned a couple of those related to uh, veterans, but uh, and, and I know that carries across um, all franchises, but what are two traits that you really look for that make a successful franchisee? Yeah, and, and that is a great question. I think it does depend a little on different franchise systems, but like you said, there's some traits that do carry over across all franchise systems, and I think the two that we really focus on are communication skills and management experience. So for us, communication skills are very important for not only communicating with customers and artists, but also in communicating with us so that we can be there to help support the franchise owner with anything they need. And as far as the management experience, uh, I think that's pretty self-explanatory of culture is very, very important to us and being able to manage and lead your team of artists and a front desk person is extremely important where you not only take care of your customers, but you take care of your team as well. Yeah, most definitely. So we're down to that final question, and it is, what does the future of franchising look like? Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, we're we're, kind of new ourselves to franchising, Mm -hmm. but um, I think think what we've seen is if a franchisor and a brand delivers value, like the market will find them. And by that, I mean that if somebody's adding value where they're trying to do something positive, not only for the franchise owner, 
but also for the customer and also for the community and society at large. I think um, that franchise brand will rise to the top. And we've been impressed with the people in the franchising industry so far. You know, they're very collaborative. Everybody's helping out mm-hmm. um, and helping us learn the processes and, and the community as a whole. So I think just continuing to do what the franchise industry is doing and being supportive of each other. Um, on top of that, I think what will help a franchise brand really stand out is, I may be biased here, but somebody like ourselves who's a category leader or starter. Somebody who comes in with a twist to an old industry and really um, changes the dynamic where, again, it brings something positive to all sides of the party. Yeah, I, I definitely agree 100% with that. And uh, Maria, we, we talked, uh, Pete talked a little bit about what the future of franchising looks like. Let me ask you, what does the future of Ink Tattoo look like? I hope it's bright. <laughs> um, no, we are, we're so excited about this. I mean, this is um, such a great and tangible place to be. Um, it's not, you know, for, for us coming out of kind of the corporate space, um, it's not just looking at spreadsheets, right? It's, it's being kind of in the thick of it with um, delivering a really great experience to customers. Um, as far as, you know, kind of the growth strategy, we really want to be responsible in how we grow. Um, and we want to grow in a way that will allow us to support our franchisees in the best way possible. Um, so geographically, we're, we're here in Northern Virginia, but we're focused on, you know, mid-Atlantic, Southeast, and South right now. And um, we know, especially for our first few franchisees, they're putting in so much faith in us. Um, and we really want to make sure we give them the attention that they deserve. So um, we're excited to, you know, continue the conversations with, um, with the great leads that we have. And hopefully you'll be seeing a lot of inks pop up around your area. Yeah, that's so exciting. I, I love watching emerging brands. That's so very exciting. So one more time, if someone's listening and they'd like more information about Ink Tattoo, where do they go? Yep, just please visit our website, inktattoos.com slash franchising. And it's I-N-Q-T-A-T-T-O-O-S.com. And that's a really misspelled word. <laughs> so, <laughs> I still get it wrong myself half the time. <laughs> that's great. Maria, Pete, thanks so much for being on the show today. I so enjoyed the conversation. I learned so much about the tattoo industry. I appreciate you being here. And I look forward to watching you guys really take off. Thank, Thank you, Linda. Linda. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Hopefully we'll get you up here for a temporary tattoo at least at some point. Hey, I'd love that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, folks, like I always promise you, I love to introduce you to industries that are embracing the franchise business model. So don't be afraid of franchising because it's just a business model. It's a way to distribute a product, or a service. And it's a great way to tap into, just like Pete was saying, a proven system. It's great. I want to leave you with a quote. I always do. Tattoos have a power and magic all their own. They decorate the body, but they also enhance the soul. This is a quote by Michelle Dalio, and she is an author. Folks, thanks so much for being with me today on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time.
Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.